beautiful people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round. Get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on. Cause it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah. I've been told I'm a very loud clapper. You are, and it's one of my favorite qualities that you have. Did you know that about me? I didn't. We only work together remotely. (laughs) We've never been in the same room until now. Yes, correct, correct. Anyway, hi, I'm Hannah. Welcome to Smut Club. I'm Chelsea. Also, welcome to Smut Club. Woohoo! Um... So last episode, we did a lot of roasting of Jeff Bezos, and we want to take a moment to recognize the fact that we often still patronize his business. And in fact, people who know me know I have a lot of insomnia, which is why I read as much as I do. And sometimes what happens with that insomnia is I order some things from the Amazon usually. Although I did also order a tarot card journal (laughs) at three o'clock in the morning, like right before Christmas. Um, I haven't used it yet, but it came and it has stamps so that I can stamp what cards I pulled for different days. Um, I don't, I don't know why I did that, but earlier this week at about two o'clock in the morning, I did order a bodysuit from the Amazon and some tights. Please tell us like, when you say bodysuit, that's really open for interpretation sure, because there's sure. there's sexy bodysuits. It's there's not. like it, there's like the the cat woman. Is that like No. So it's not like a jumpsuit situation. It's more of a like an adult onesie action where like it, it like it's cut like a one-piece bathing suit on the bottom. You know what I'm talking about? And then it has like loose sleeves, which I was excited about. And the purpose apparently of a bodysuit of this design is so that you can wear like pants or a skirt or whatever with it and it won't ride up, which is an issue I have. You know, I've seen those. So are there legs? No. Oh, so no. it's just more like a crotch button situation. It is. It is. Okay, it is. so it yeah. stays tucked it has, in. It has snaps. Crotch snaps. Crotch snaps. So one of the girls at work wears these a lot, which is why I even considered perusing them recently. And I asked her about like, how does she, how does she pee? Like, is it a challenge? You know? Yes. You know, because when I'm at work, I don't really want to deal with that. And she was, (laughs) she was like, sometimes I just push it to the side. And she did this weird little squat. Motion oh, she showed you? Like she in my did. head, I'm like, it's just like when you wear a one-piece swimsuit and go to the restroom and you move it to the side. I don't feel like I've ever needed to model that. No, I didn't I didn't need it demonstrated, but I'm very grateful that it was. So that should be here tomorrow. So I'm really interested to see. Although I did order it with the thought that I would wear it with some of the work pants that I have. And then I realized it's a little bit low plunging and my boobs are kind of an issue. So oh yeah. Well, you do have a client right now oh, who's a little um, romantically fixated on you. Mm-hmm. And so maybe wait until they are discharged from services before you wear it. Yeah. Well, the so the other day I had, like I got home and I was changing into my PJs and my husband was like, honey, are you wearing two bras? And I was like, babe, I am almost always wearing two bras because my tits are huge and they enter the room like 10 minutes before I do. And I work with men. And so, yes, I'm wearing two bras. And he was like, okay, I'm really sorry. I love you. He's like, wow, I didn't know <laughs> that that was going to evoke such a strong response out of you. Yeah. And I was like, I bet you're sorry that you said that. And he was like, I am. Which is also funny to me because, well, our listeners don't necessarily know this (laughs) off the bat. Um, Hannah and her husband work at the same place. We do. Yes, that's correct. Do y'all drive together? No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Is there a, like, do y'all work different hours? Is it just like keep a boundary between you at work? I mean, it's partially a boundary thing, but also I have to be in earlier than he does usually. Oh, that's fair. 
And then, um, so he does primarily intakes. So he usually has to stay later than I do because intakes are coming in later in the day. Um, Mm. So I usually am able to leave earlier, but I get there earlier. So, Well, yeah, you get there earlier and then you get to leave earlier and take off the double bra situation because while it's necessary for work, it's also not comfortable for life. That's correct. Yeah. Um, We aren't currently sponsored by a bra company, but if someone (laughs) wanted to sponsor us, we would be willing to try your products. Yeah. I know you guys probably haven't actually seen me or like know what I look like, but there's a lot happening here that needs support. Well, that makes one of us. (laughs) So (laughs) life's all about balance and that's what we bring here as well. It is. Yeah. Okay. So today on Smut Club... Um, we're going to do some like age gap smut. Mm. Yes. Who doesn't love some good age gap smut? Me. <laughs> oh, well, I won't tell you about it then. I'll choose something else. <laughs> no, I want to hear. You, I do. You I just don't know. like age gap smut? Like sometimes it, 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 it skeeves me out a little bit when it's like the girl is 17. Oh no. Well, you she's, know? I think she's 19 in this one. She can legally mm. buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> She is legal to join the Marines, so. Can she legally drink? No. no. Can she join the military and fight for our country? Yes. Um, okay then. So that's better, right? At least yeah. she's legal. Yeah. So, and it's also, he's like a hot 38 or 39 year old. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay. It's like there's like a 20 year gap. All right. Before I go into any of this, I should really just tell us. Um, so today we are talking about <laughs> Birthday Girl by mm. Penelope Douglas. Okay. Um, yes, it's a it's a fun one. It's a relatively quick one. Sure. Um, it was the first, I, I think it was the first Penelope Douglas book I ever read. Mm. Also, consequently, my favorite. Because sometimes she's like, I enjoy her books, but she's a little bit like, on the wrong side of bully smut, Aww. where you're like, oh, this isn't, I'm just reading cruelty. Mm-hmm, and then they're mm-hmm. like, I'm so wet. And you're like, no one else is wet. No. This is not fun to read. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not into that. So just throwing that out there, that she has some other books that I've considered. She has some other books that I've read. She has some other books that have put me in a weird emotional place. <laughs> just going to throw it out hey, there. Hey, they got a reaction and they got you thinking, so... They did. I also, I like, I don't do it for every book I read, but when I leave book reviews on Goodreads, Mm -hmm. I like to do one sentence book reviews. Mm. Because here's the thing. No one wants to read a fucking novel. Sometimes I do when they're really terrible. Well, sometimes I do if like the reviews are really hilarious because the book was so terrible. Yeah. But I also feel like a lot of times people just, they're like, I'm going to write a dissertation on a book that was only rated 3.5 stars in the first place. And I'm like, we already know it was subpar. I don't need a dissertation on it being subpar. Every thought I had while reading this book, there you go. Yes. And I'm like, no, queen, no one needs that. Mm -hmm. Live your truth. If that means a lot to you to post those reviews, I'm not going to read them, but that shouldn't Mm -hmm. stop you from living your life. All that said, when I leave reviews, I tend to leave one to two sentence or most commonly, there's a semicolon involved. Sure, so it's sure. still one sentence. Um, and I I left a review for another one of her books that was not the most favorable. Mm. Well, pro- you know, I, I'm in a different season of life. I might try rereading it and reviewing it at some point. But yeah, I think I gave it like one star. And then my friend texts me a screenshot of my review that popped up <laughs> on Goodreads. And she was like, I spit my coffee out because this was so harsh. And I was like, oh, okay, I can be better. So all that said. Please don't be better when you're telling me whatever you're about to tell me. Right? Okay. So birthday girl. Mm -hmm. Opening scene of birthday girl. You got the birthday girl. I know we're very confused here. Mm -hmm. Um, We did not see that coming, that the Mm -hmm. book is called birthday girl. Mm -hmm. And it's, we open on the birthday girl. Her name is Jordan. Sure. She works somewhere. She works at a bar. That's where she works. Sure. Somewhere passive. Um, So she works at a bar. She lives in a small town. She doesn't make much money. She, her mom's an addict or dead. I don't really remember what's (laughs) happening with her mother. We don't give a shit about your dead mom, Jordan. We don't care. It's like a side note. It's not really, like, she's not close with her father and her stepmother. 
she is close with her older sister, who is a stripper in town at the strip club called The Hook. (laughs) (laughs) So aside from Beef, that's the best name for a strip club that I've heard in a while. I'm pretty sure in the middle of nowhere town where my parents live, there's a strip club called The Fuzzy Hole. (laughs) I stand corrected. So, I stand who can corrected. say which one is better? I can. Fuzzy uh, hole is the best. A bumfuck town in Tennessee. <laughs> Let's. So I just want to point out that you just said bumfuck immediately after talking about the fuzzy hole. <laughs> <laughs> the bumfuck town has a fuzzy hole strip club, and I think that's all you really need to know about East Tennessee. Yeah, I don't I love have it. it. It's beautiful. Yeah, I have no follow up questions. Carry on. Go visit. No, I it's won't. stunning. I won't do that. It's the Thank mountains. you. Okay. <laughs> so we open. So the bar closes. Jordan decides she's the main character. She decides she's going to go to the movies. Um, her boyfriend hasn't picked her up from work yet. Rude. Um, I don't remember his name. He's also her age. I should know his name. <laughs> Whatever. He's not the love interest, so I don't give a shit. So Jordan goes to the movies and she meets this cool older gentleman. I believe his name is Pike. Pike is like 38, 39. <laughs> He's the main love interest. So they just have like that connection. They are fucking vibing at sure. this movie. Sure. He mentions like a poltergeist showing and she's like, oh, like I want to go. But like in her head, she feels guilty because she's like, I have a boyfriend, so I shouldn't like want to hang out with this dude. So then they leave the movie. Her boyfriend still hasn't picked her up. Um, And then... Pike gets a phone call saying he needs to go to the local jail to pick someone up. Plot twist. Jordan is dating Pike's son. (laughs) I know. None of us saw this coming. No, I'm frankly floored by that. Right? It's uncanny. Like, wow. Yeah. So, um, they have to go and pick him up because he was throwing Jordan a birthday party and then everyone got out of hand and out of control. Um, before Jordan made it to her birthday party. I was going to say, a birthday party where she wasn't even there? Yeah, like he was trying to throw her a surprise party and be like a sweet boyfriend. And then everyone went wild. And got too turnt. And then he got arrested. They get kicked out of their apartment that they're living in together. She's in school. She wants to be a landscape architect. She really like, she has her head on her shoulder. She's just overcoming a lot of adversity in her life. Okay. And she's a hot 19-year-old. So they've now been evicted. Yes. And so... The aspiring landscape architect. Yes, Jordan. Who who is dating this guy. Yes. Is into the father of this guy. She didn't know was the father of this guy. She finds out because they have to go pick him up from jail because he threw her a party where she wasn't there and it got too turnt and he got arrested. And then them evicted from their home. Yes, you understand like the first chapter of this book. That's all the first chapter? <laughs> Maybe the first two if oh we're God. feeling crazy. Oh my God. Okay, okay, carry right? on. Okay. Carry on. So plot twist, they're evicted and they're like, shit, where are we going to live? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We should live with my father is Yikes. what the boyfriend says. So Jordan and her boyfriend move in with the hot dad oh, who man. she like is struggling with her feelings for. Mm. Um. And her boyfriend just sucks, if we're being completely <laughs> honest. He's like a 19-year-old idiot. Like, sure. no offense to 19-year-olds, but I feel like most 19-year-old dudes, like, don't know what they're doing in life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or they're, like, they're working towards a goal, but they haven't achieved it yet. Like, no shame on you if you're working towards something. He's a little aimless and not really working towards anything. And she is working towards a lot of things. Now, mind you, like, Jordan and the boyfriend— They've been friends for a really long time before they started dating. And, like, they had a traumatic experience that they went through together where, like, they lost another friend. So, like— The trauma bonding. Yeah, some trauma bonding. Like, they're—are they more together just out of comfort and, Mm. like, familiarity? Sure. Who can say? I can say, (laughs) actually. (laughs) I'm licensed and qualified to determine. As a licensed therapist in two out of 50 states. (laughs) Yes. Um, I will say they don't really have any business being together, but they were brought together by a traumatic experience and they have a trauma bond. And so there's a lot of like, oh, I just like put up with her shit because like it all like works out and it's fine. And so then they're living with hot dad Pike. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
he owns a construction company. Sure. And like, mind you, like, it's not like they're they're not living there for on a free ride. Like they're supposed to help with chores. They're supposed to do these things. But I'm sure we're all surprised to hear that the boyfriend isn't pulling his weight in the house. Mm. And so Jordan is like, I'm going to pull weight for both of us. And I'm going to cook dinner every night. And I'm going to clean. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. And so she's really like, just becomes like the woman of the house who's running everything while her boyfriend lives his best life with no accountability. Because mm-hmm. he's much, he's a lot more like, well, I'm living with my dad's. Like, who gives a shit if I said I was going to do it today? I can do it three days from now. Like, it doesn't matter. And she's like, no, if you said you're going to do it today, like, she's very principled. Sure. Much like a 38 or 39 year old man. <laughs> I don't remember how old he is. <laughs> mm. So, um, a storm comes through and Pike is like, shit, there's going to be a storm. We have to like go get the construction site sealed and get everything put away. But his son is sleeping. So Jordan's like, I'll volunteer. I'll go help all of the construction bros that work for you. And like, so she goes and helps and like, they like keep bonding. And essentially that's a lot of the book. I'm not going to bore you with all of <laughs> the details, but it's like them, like it's her like showing up and like the boyfriend not doing dick. and. So, like, at one point, like... So, wait, is boyfriend literally not doing dick throughout the book? He, like, kind of works on her car a little bit. Mm. And he... well, No, I meant, like, physical dick. (laughs) Oh, also not much physical dick. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's, like, one or two experiences Mm. where, like... It's one where it's, like, we had a fight that night. And he's, like, all we ever do is fight anymore. Like, we don't bone anymore. And then she's like, I let him pull me into the shower the next morning. And I was like, that feels more like a freebie that you gave because you felt bad more than you were into it. Right. Um, I mean, who am I to look at your motivators? Mm. I'm a therapist. <laughs> That's who I am That's in this situation. Right. Also, can I just, I every time you say that the dude's name is Pike, I just think of like, isn't that a fish? Isn't that like a kind of fish? Is it? I'm pretty sure sure that's like a kind of fish and I'm not knowledgeable enough about fish to know if it's freshwater or saltwater. But I feel certain that it's a kind of fish and and then that leads me back to the word slippery. Um, (laughs) So I just learned a pike fish, a northern pike. A northern pike. um, Is a carnivorous fish. Jesus. Right? They are... Typical of brackish and fresh waters in the northern hemisphere. They're known, they are known simply as a pike. They aren't known as northern pike in the south, but they're known as a pike in Britain, Ireland, and most of Eastern Europe and Canada and the United States. So I don't know who's left calling it a northern pike, but there is a fish type, breed, <laughs> species. <laughs> Called a pike. Family order class. I don't really remember. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. All right. So he's named after a carnivorous fish. And I have a lot of questions about what is the fish eating? <laughs> like, Well, he wants to eat Jordan. I was going to say, obviously he is into eating other fish. Carry on. Right. And so he's like really like reconciling his thoughts and his feelings here. So sure, sure. Yeah. Dipshit son decides to throw a redo birthday party. That's just kind of a party. Because that's what we need. Exactly. And, like, Jordan's, like, not super into it, but, like, Pike gets her, like, a birthday cake. And she's like, oh, like, who's the cake for? And he's like, oh, like, it's for you. And, like, he felt embarrassed because he's playing poker with his friends who are also all, like, (laughs) age-appropriate. While his son is having a party with a bunch of, like, 19-year-olds in bikinis and all hanging out at the pool. Sure, sure. And so most of the book is this, like, push-and-pull tension between these moments. There's a time, so... Jordan has an ex-boyfriend who had, like, assaulted her at some point. And, like, that's obviously bad news bears. No one is a fan of assault. Sure. I think his name was Jay. He was a side character. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> so, um, Jay, like, likes to show up, likes to try and, like, still fuck with her. Like, it's still, like, you don't know mm. if he's into her or if he's just, like, antagonizing her. Right, right. And so there's a scene where... Jordan's boyfriend doesn't pick her up from work. Again. Again. I know. We're all surprised. He's a 19-year-old with no responsibilities on his plate who's partying and not picking up his hardworking girlfriend from work. 
<laughs> Color me shocked. I'm, so, I'm floored. She is like, oh, okay. She like, she closes down and then she goes to leave and Jay is outside to pick her up. And she's like, where, like, where is my boyfriend? And he's like, oh, well, like he got trash. So he, like he asked me to come pick you up. And she's like, he would never ask that because he knows like you assaulted me and I'm like not cool with you. And so she's like, I won't like go anywhere with you. And so she goes inside and locks herself in the bar for the night. Hmm. So Pike sees she wasn't home that night. And he calls her and is like, I can't believe you would like pull this shit on my son. I thought you were honorable. I thought you were respectful. You're out doing Lord knows what with who knows what. Um, Rude and a lot of assumptions. So many assumptions. Carnivorous fish. Did not ask any questions, this asshole carnivorous fish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He felt like a real putz about it later. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. So So he's Pike the putz. Pike the putz, the carnivorous, the carnivorous fish. Everybody knows we love alliteration. We Really? I'm like, I'm a slut for alliteration. <laughs> I love it. It's the best. I'm sure your husband loves mm. that. Yes. I'll, I'll ask him later. But like, hey, baby. <laughs> Could you speak in some alliterations for me? How do you feel about alliteration? How you awesome alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right? So that's where we're at. So Pike makes all of these assumptions. Pretentious Pike makes all of these assumptions. Mm. And then shows up at the bar and then the owner of the bar that Jordan works at is like, she's a good kid. No, she didn't get in Jay's car or like didn't go with Jay last night because he assaulted her and she didn't feel comfortable. And so then Pike is like, I'm such an ass because I like laid mm-hmm, into this girl mm-hmm. for like cheating on my son. All these things, right? Um, then Pike decides like, I don't remember if this was before or after that scene, but like Pike decides that he's going to remodel the guest bathroom, which is their bathroom in his house. And so they have to use the master bath for showers and things of that capacity. So, like, at some point, Jordan's in the shower and she's, like, fantasizing about Pike and, like, starts masturbating (laughs) and then uses his loofah between her legs. (laughs) But then, like, doesn't realize it's his loofah until afterwards and is, like— Hold on, hold on. Who else's loofah would it be? Hers? She thought it was her own. Like, wouldn't you she know grabbed if a it's your own loofah? Like, I mean, if you I, look at the color of it, probably. If like, your eyes are closed, maybe not. Like, I would know if it's my loofah. From texture? <laughs> like, I, mean, I have some I, questions. I don't feel like I would be blindly groping around the shower for a loofah. Like, like I, I guess if like you're just eyes like would open for that in the moment and you're masturbating and you have your <laughs> eyes closed unless you masturbate with your eyes open and then you just like reach back behind you and grab whatever loofah is most available. No, 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 no. And then no. you put it between your legs. No, no, no. I feel like even if you're mid masturbate, if you are reaching for a loofah, you at least slit your eyes to like figure out what you're grabbing. Right. Well, and so then she like finishes and then is like on his loofah. Yeah, like using his loofah. <laughs> Because friction. Obviously. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I should buy him a new loofah. And so then there's a scene in the future. So does she buy him a well, new so loofah? Well, so later in the book, he's masturbating in the shower, thinking about her. Oh. And then he's like, where the fuck is my loofah? <laughs> so she does. So she, she never so replaced she it. She took the loofah. It yeah. wasn't just that she used it, she took it. Well, she threw it out because she's like, I did orgasm on this loofah. <laughs> the least I can do is buy the man a new one. Um, and then I don't. And then oh, apparently she didn't get around no. to it before he was also masturbating in the shower. But I also feel like you got to replace the loofah like within a 24-hour time frame. Yeah. You know, like I don't. Yeah, priorities and stuff. Like how long was it between showers where like at one at what point was he was like, was he like, my loofah is missing. Right. And I need it. Right. So that is definitely something to consider. So, okay. So we left off with him masturbating in the shower. And uh, so was oh. he looking for his loofah to then finish or was he finished and then just going to actually shower? I think it was more of that. He's like, where the fuck is my loofah? <laughs> He's like, I got off. Where is I, my loofah? Now I that I think about it. I don't imagine a dude would want to use a loofah while masturbating. But as a woman, I, 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 I don't feel like I can speak to that. <laughs> As a woman, I can't speak to that. As a man, I will say they probably aren't. (laughs) I feel like that's what I just heard you say. Like, I mean, I don't know, but I would think like that would not be pleasant. 
Well, so at some point in this masturbatory journey. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And it is a journey. It is a journey, right? So Jordan gets home from work. Mm. And um, like there's all of this just like tension with her and Pike. And like she like calls them like Mr. Lawson sometimes. And you're Mm. like, oh, is there like some reluctance? Like what's happening here? And so like she's standing in the house. She gets home from work. Pike is also standing there. They look out in the yard and dipshit boyfriend's son is in the pool with another girl. What? Who's like, they're like mid whatever they're doing. Sure. I don't know if, I don't know where they were in their journey. I don't, well, I could if I opened the book. I don't really remember where So it's exactly. like a, like a, a pool bang? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. like a, I mean, a two person pool bang. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> realize that need to be designated. <laughs> although considering we did reverse harem last time, I guess it is worth right differentiating. Yeah. Like Jordan didn't see her boyfriend boning someone else in a pool and was like, I should go join them. Right. Right. right Instead, right, right. she was like, what the fuck? And oh, has this been going on? Cause like, like for a mm-hmm. while, cause like, it feels like we mm-hmm. haven't been like as in touch lately. And then you find out like this all started at her birthday party that she what? missed. Because he threw it, he was that where the book started. They've been boning since the book started, right? So he's like, I'll leave, I'll go stay with this girl, and Jordan can keep living here with my father because I know she doesn't have any other place to (laughs) Mm -hmm, live. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then there's just a lot of that like back and forth tension. There's a block party at some point for one of Pike's friends. Jordan leaves with some like age-appropriate people, and there's a dude who's clearly into her. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Pike is all out of sorts about it. And so then, like, Jordan's like, nothing's going to happen, but she, like, doesn't say that to Pike. And then, like, she gets home from this gathering, and Pike has an age-appropriate lady over. Oh, my stars. And so Jordan just starts, like, acting a fool. And she starts, like, slamming the laundry door, like, the like the washer and dryer doors and just, like, making all of this noise and, like, mm. really, like, trying to be a bitch about it. Sure. And so then Pike kicks the lady out. I know, we're all surprised by this. And then they're like, oh, like, he's like, you're too young. And then there's all this tension. And she's like, I guess I'll find someone else to fuck me the way I want to be fucked or like whatever it is. Sure. And then he's like, no one else is going to take my job. And then they bone. <laughs> and so then you're like, oh, like, what's going to happen now? Because it's still some weird territory and the son still doesn't know that his dad is into his ex-girlfriend. Right. And so then they're like, they're trying to navigate it. And so like the morning after they bone, Pike's, ex-wife, ex-girlfriend, the son's mother shows up and they have a conversation. Then he's like psyching himself out because he's like, I have no business. Right. Boning a 19-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. So that night, now mind you, Jordan is always hard up for money. She's always hard up for cash. She works in a small town at a bar that's like not like a bougie bar. And so her sister's like, hey, we're having this wet t-shirt contest uh oh! At the strip club, you should come and participate. In, at, at the hook, at the hook, yes, yes the strip yes. club, the hook. Mm. Yeah, and her sister was also kind enough. <laughs> Hold on. So, is, does Pike wind up on the hook? Oh, dang! I'm really sorry. I just said that. No, he ends up. He ends up on the fuzzy hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. I said that, but I'm not sorry about where it ended up. No, you shouldn't be. Never apologize <laughs> for that. So, Jordan is like, oh, well, like I know, like. Pike was like, I want you home when I get home. And she's always making dinner. And so she, like, has a movie queued up, has the pizza, and he, like, doesn't come home and just, like, doesn't show up because he's kind of psyched himself out about this whole experience and relationship between them. Rude. And so, like, she calls his, like, co-worker, best friend, whoever he is, and is like, hey, um, I, like, I... I don't, I think Pike's cell phone died, like trying to get a hold of him. Like, what time are y'all leaving the site, like the work site and job site? And he's like, oh, oh, well, we ended hours ago. Like, Pike's been at the bar with some friends. And so she's like, fuck this shit. I'm not sitting around. I'm not waiting for him. I just need to go make my own money, do my own thing. So she decides to go to the hook and participate in this contest that her Mm. sister has pre-purchased the lingerie for her to wear to this because like, What are sisters for? Very convenient, yeah. Right. Although, to be fair, I have sisters, and I have never purchased either of them lingerie. 
of any kind. I think I bought my sister lingerie for her bachelorette party and vice mm-hmm. versa, but I think mm-hmm. that's like the gist of it. Yeah. I don't think, like, it's never like, hey, I was just at the department store and thought I'd pick you up a little something, something. Like, that never happens. I was just thinking about you and I saw this and I was like, oh my God, you know who would look amazing in this? My sister. But also, would that be a good birthday party theme one year? Like, no one ever gifts you nice underwear or lingerie unless it's your bachelorette party, right? So, like, what if I was Mm. just like, hey, for my birthday, I want (laughs) to have a lingerie party where you just (laughs) buy me lingerie. I mean, uh, sure, if if that's what you want to do. Like, it it feels a little, like, controversial, but it's not the weirdest thought I've ever had. No, it could be fun. It's a theme. It it is. It's a theme. Some people do like golf as a theme. <laughs> Why not do lingerie? Sure. Right? Yeah. So Jordan is wearing this lingerie at the hook, not the fuzzy hole. That one's in Tennessee. This one is in a book. <laughs> so at the hook. And the lingerie the- is covering her fuzzy hole, to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. And so Pike gets home and like, sees that, like, Jordan's not there, and then he's starting to feel guilty, and he, like, sees, like, the pizza, and he sees that, like, the TV was already queued up for this movie because she thought they were having this, like, date night, and he just, like, didn't show up and didn't call her or communicate with her. Mm. So she goes to this contest, and then he's like, I'm going to dress up for her. I'm going to let her know she matters. So he puts on a suit and goes to the hook, and is like they're watching <laughs> her like get pulled onto stage reluctantly, and then they like poured a pitcher of water on her head, even though she'd been saying no. And then he's like, "This is mine. Like no one else should like see what's mine. Like mine. right that like possessive energy." So sure. he then is like, "Come with me," and they're like making out in the strip club parking lot. And then he, like, has his mouth on her boob, and then a cop drives by that he knows and is like, hey, man, is that what's-his-face's daughter there? And he's like, yeah. And so then they go home, and on the drive home, he's like, yeah, well, like, I know, like, you, like, never, like, strip. Like, you don't have it in you. And she's like, fuck you, I do have this in me. I just don't want to do it for a living. So she's like, hey, why don't we, like, get in our swimsuits and, like, go swimming and, like, hang out in the pool? He's like, all right, sounds good. And... He's not really thinking about it. So she goes up and then locks herself in her bedroom and then FaceTimes him. And then is like, Mm. let me show you my sexy dance moves. And she has like music on and she's like stripping in her bedroom on FaceTime for her. While he's downstairs. Yeah, like he's on the couch on FaceTime watching this. They're in the same building. Yeah. Okay. So then... He goes up and, like, is, like, oh, I'm so hard right now. Like, we, like, got, like, I, like, I want to be a part of this. And then her bedroom door is locked. And she's, like, you said I didn't have it in me. And I definitely did. And then he, like, watches her, like, orgasm while riding the side of her desk or something like that. What? And then he's, like, open the door. And she's, like. That makes less sense than a loofah. (laughs) Well. Like, how, like, I'm trying to imagine, like, the position you have to be in and, like, the. On the the corner? angle. Ow, I don't, I don't like that, but okay. I mean, whatever floats your penis, I guess, or your clit, I don't know. <laughs> whatever floats your penis. I don't think that's a saying. It might become a saying. It's not whatever floats your boat, whatever floats your dick, do it. Sure, yeah. So then he's like, let me in. And she's like, no, like you said I couldn't do it and I can and like I'm going to go to bed now. And so then... <laughs> like, good night. I'm really relaxed because I gave myself a desk orgasm. Thank you. Yes, you told me I couldn't strip. So I fucked myself on the side of a desk. <laughs> Joke's on you. Oh. And so then he's like, goes to bed and is sexually frustrated. And then she like texts him <laughs> and she's like, she's like, don't masturbate. Like, don't touch yourself. And so she's like, you know, like... You have to, like, sleep like that. And he apparently just says, okay. I'm like, you're a 38 <laughs> or 39-year-old man, bro. You do not need to just, like, wait. Right. And so then the next day, his business partner, best friend, like, calls her. And he's like, hey, like, do you know why, like, Pike's, like, all out of sorts? He's, like, super pissed. He, he put, like, three times the amount of nails <laughs> in the drywall. And he was like, he's heading home early. All the nails. Exactly. Yeah. All the nails in the drywall. And so... 
Pike heads home early and then like she's sunbathing in the front yard in the suburbs. <laughs> I don't know. And then he's like, get in the house. And then a neighbor's like, hey, sees the girl. And she's like, are you interested in babysitting? I heard you babysat for this other neighbor. And then it's just like this weird thing. Like once again, really noting their age differences. Sure, sure. So they bone. And then like, that's where we're at. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. There's uh-huh. no blood play. I don't, I'm sorry to disappoint you. There's no blood play. I mean, all right. Not everything can be done at Vipers, am I right? So. <laughs> not every man can be Diesel wearing a sequin unicorn fanny pack. <laughs> Precisely. Well, so Pike doesn't have one of those because he's not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> does he keep grenades and tacos anywhere? Where, do, where does he, where keep, does he his keep his grenades and tacos? And tacos? <laughs> so Jordan and Pike are like getting into this like better space and like, okay, like mm-hmm. she's still like, you have to like tell your son at some point. Like, right. And then his ex calls him and is like, hey, the power, like the AC is out at my house. We need to come stay with you. So now his Uh-oh. ex, who he like casually bones when the mood strikes historically. Sure. And as, his as sons Uh-oh. are now moving back in with him. Oh dear. And so Jordan had moved out of the bedroom that she had shared with the ex-boyfriend. Mm. <laughs> and so they're like, it's a three bedroom is what mm-hmm. I've, I've gathered. Um, she moves into the third bedroom because she's like, I'm not sleeping in that room anymore. And then the mom is like, like Pike is like, cool. Like tells his ex, his son's mom. He's like, cool, you can sleep on the couch. And she's like, well, why can't I just sleep in that bedroom? And he's like, well, that's because that's Jordan's bedroom. And she's like, well, why can't she just sleep in the same room as our son? Like it's just sleep for a few nights. Does it really matter? And Oh, it does matter because she's mine. Yes. Mm -hmm. But like he won't say that and like won't announce it. And then, so then like Jordan like, calls his bluff and is like, no, it's fine. Like, it's just sleep. Why wouldn't I? And so then, like, neither of them can sleep. Like, Jordan and Pike then, like, find each other, like, sitting out by the pool in the middle of the night to, like, have these conversations. Because I can't sleep without you, baby. Right? And then it's like, well, just tell him. Like, you gotta, like, you gotta tell him at some point if we're gonna move forward. And he's like, I can't, like, do that because, like, he's never had a great relationship with his son and it's always been pretty volatile. And he's like, I can't lose him. And she's like, okay, well, then, like, you're going to lose me. But, like, if that's chill, then that's chill. Right. Where are your priorities? Do you want this 19-year-old fuzzy hole or do you want your son? I hated everything about that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> but also, yeah. And so. Oh, God. To be fair, I don't fully remember. We read a lot of books. We do. And, yeah. um. So he doesn't tell his son. And then, like, Jordan is, like, going about her life and going to work. And at one point, like, she comes home. And plot twist, her ex-boyfriend is throwing another party at his dad's house. I'm sensing a theme. Well, and son has told dad, he's like, hey, like, I broke up with that other girl. Like, I got this job with benefits. It starts, like, next week. I'm really excited about it. And so I'm like, oh, wow. Like, okay, like, he's really, like, doing shit with his life. So... Then his son is throwing this party. Jay, the asshole ex, is at the party Mm. and, like, comes on to Jordan. Jordan, Uh like, usurps it. And then at some point, like, her and Pike are, like, fighting. And Jay, like, sees it. And he starts, like, calling Jordan derogatory names. So then, like, Mm. then they start wanting, like, like, he punches him. And it becomes this fight. And then the son shows up. And then, like... It gets announced that his dad is fucking his ex-girlfriend and it becomes this whole, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. that's really the scene where it all, like, plays out. That's, like, a, that's a scene. That's a lot happening there. In the front yard of the In the front yard, yes. Why doesn't anything like that ever happen in my neighborhood? Because you live in the middle of nowhere in North (laughs) Georgia. I do. But, like, I still live in a neighborhood, though. There are still people who are depraved and weird. Why can't they do it outside? Well, so when I used to work crisis, there was, like, a— (laughs) There was a very, like, residential area in Nashville. And I went, and there was a woman. She was not doing well and needed to be put in a psychiatric hospital. Sure. Like, she was, like, sweeping her roof in the rain (laughs) and, like— Yeah, it was very much like I had to let the trees grow over my house because, like, the CIA's spying on me kind of energy. Oh, man. Um, she wouldn't get off her roof. 
And then the police were looking at me, like, how do we get her off her roof? And I was like, that's a you problem. I just write the paperwork to get <laughs> right. her into a hospital. Right. I know for for kittens, you call the fire department. So maybe right. give, them, give them a ring. Just see. Um, as someone who worked with the fire department, they would not have come. I that. know. Right? I know. And so, yeah. What was interesting to me was the lady finally, she was, to be to her credit, she took the ladder down from the roof and was trying to sneak back into her house, not knowing police were behind her house. <laughs> and so then she like got hogtied and they're like taking her to her car. And it's like a very residential area. And mm. I'm on the street in the rain while all of, all of this is happening. And like the five surrounding houses were all of these just like hipster millennials yes. drinking their blue ribbon. <laughs> like just like sitting on their front porch watching this woman get hospitalized. And I'm like, what a weird energy. So I'm here to guarantee you that at least three of those individuals tried to work that into their new stand-up comedy routine. Or because it was Nashville. Their song. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, right. So all that said, the book didn't take place in Nashville. <laughs> And so all this happens in the front yard and then like Jordan's like, fuck this shit, I'm leaving. Right. And so then she decides like, he's not going to claim me. He's not going to say anything. Like she's like, I'm out. And so she's like, I have a friend. She runs a motel out of state. I think in like West Virginia. And she's like, I'm going to, maybe not West Virginia. Am I manifesting that? I don't know. I, maybe it was in Virginia. I think it was West Virginia. Anyway, (laughs) her friend owns a motel and she's like, I'm going to go live with her. Mm -hmm. Or they met on a school field trip to Washington, D.C. That's what it was. I don't even remember. (laughs) So Washington, D.C. and West Virginia are very different places, just to be clear. They are, but geographically, they aren't that far from each other. Yeah, geographically, all things considered, they're not that far from each other. You're correct. Right? So she leaves and decides she's going to, like, go stay with a friend and Mm -hmm. is, like, piecing out of this town. That's also between classes. Her classes haven't started back up at the college. (laughs) Sure, sure. Because landscape architecture is her calling. Apparently, she's very good at it. Because she left the models in Pike's house because she had no place to take them when she bounced. Oh, and he's a contractor, so he would know. Exactly. Uh I'm making the connection. Right? I'm here So then he, Pike goes, like Jordan pieces, he like can't get in contact with her. Um, and then he goes to his ex's house and then she's like, just let you know, our son's new job, he joined the military. He shipped out for basic this morning or yesterday oh or whatever. My stars. And so then Pike feels really guilty and he like can't get in contact with his son because his son doesn't in have basic, it. In right? basic. Right. Exactly. So there's all of this. And then Jordan's gone this whole time. And like the, like Pike has really been reconciling with himself where he's like, I can't mm. give her like what she wants. Cause like, she's this like young girl and I'm an older dude. And like. I could never be what she wants and just really self-deprecating and like not really having any insight into her actual goals or dreams or desires. Right. He's doing a lot of mind reading. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of assumptions. Going back to earlier in the book where like he didn't ask, he just made assumptions. Right. Right. And then he made a fool out of himself. Mm -hmm. So. So he continues to be a fool as men often do. 100%. So now he doesn't have his his 19-year-old girlfriend, nor does he have his 19-year-old son. Can't get in contact with either of them. He, like, he goes to the strip club. He goes to the hook to be, like, ask her sister. Like, I just want to, like, talk to her. And then he's, like, gives her, like, a like throws a $100 bill on the table and is, like, I'll give you, like, just, like, tell me where she is. And then the sister needs him in the balls and then takes nice. the $100. Nice. I was going to say, please tell me she doesn't sell her sister out for $100. Like, no, she's better than that. I love that for right? her. And I she, really did. I was going to say, I think she's my favorite character in the book that you've she's described so far. She's just a good, supportive character. She does show up throughout the book and is like, seems like you're really into your boyfriend's dad. <laughs> <laughs> and Jordan's like, no, I'm not. And the sister's like, whatever you say. So she's there like, is a lot of that energy. All right, babe. Right? So Pike is now without a girlfriend. Or a son. Or a son. And then he's lonely. Sure. And gets really ahead on work projects for his construction company. And like, there's a scene and he's like, just installed a clothesline in my backyard. 
who the fuck needs a clothesline these days? I just needed something to do. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that, like, when when these male characters get sexually frustrated, suddenly, like, they're the most productive they've ever been? Like, I didn't realize that sexual frustration was akin to, like, a dam for producing electricity, you know, like, (laughs) like, like because the sexual frustration has been stoppered, they have like all of this energy that goes towards like productive things, which can be helpful, which makes me think that for all the ladies out there, we should sleep with our husbands less so they do more around the house. I don't think that's actually how it works in the real world. I don't think that's real life. I feel like what happens in the real world is your partner gets sexually frustrated and then it's just grumpy. <laughs> and then you're like, yes. honestly, yeah. I'm not really in the mood. Yeah. Because we're a little bit grumpy right now. Uh-huh. Like at no point in my relationship with my husband have I ever been like, oh, he's fixing the broken leg on that table. He's probably sexually frustrated. <laughs> like at no point has that thought ever crossed my mind. Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever watched my husband unload the dishwasher and thought <laughs> he needs a good hard ride. You know, you're like you're like my husband is building a gazebo in our backyard. <laughs> I should hop on this dick. Like it's not in books. It's always they're like, I got nothing else to do. So I guess I'll get a hammer and a nail gun. I mean, my husband went under the house the other day. Because he was sexually frustrated. (laughs) I was like, why are you under there? And he was like, I was just checking it out. And now I'm wondering. (laughs) I'm not filling in the narrative because per our conversation, I'm like, cool. What's going on in my head? I'm like, so your husband masturbated in the crawl space? (laughs) No, I don't think that's how that happened because somebody, so, okay, okay, okay. Back up. So the reason that he was checking the crawl space, okay, is because a couple of months ago, he went down to change the air filter and found that the door to the crawl space was open and the light was on down there. And we did not do that. Oh, that is unsettling. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't feel safe. Thanks for telling me that, honey. I really appreciate that. So we got another camera and like a whole situation. We do live in the middle of nowhere. So part of the reason why he was going down there was to make sure that the crawl space, crawl space was still locked up. And the last time that it had been left open, a really dumb bird got in there and couldn't get out and died down there. So he was also, I guess, checking for dead birds. <laughs> So I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Your husband was in the crawl space because he was making sure it was secure. Yeah. And there were no dead birds. Your husband was not in the crawl space because he was sexually frustrated (laughs) and had no other outlet. I mean, I really hope not. I'm not really going to start talking about my own sex life here, but I would really hope not. (laughs) You're like... I would be shocked. If, <laughs> I mean, you're like, not to toot my own horn. I would be shocked if that if I found out that was why. I don't mean to brag, but I was there, and I don't think that's the issue. <laughs> okay, so Pike sexually so frustrated. Pike he is like, sexually frustrated. He built. I don't know. He he built a picnic table with like a mm. cooler built into it. He built benches for it. He built a clothesline. He's just building whatever he can. Mm-hmm. His like mm-hmm. best friend coworker is like, we're like two years ahead on projects. <laughs> Calm down, dude. Yeah. Like something is clearly, this man needs something else in his life like, other than Go this. rub one out because. Yes. Yeah. That is his friend's energy. So then Pike goes into Jordan's old room that like still smells like her and he hadn't been in there. And then she had this like jar of papers that were all like wishes and dreams and things like that. But they were all like really like cute and sweet. They were all like start my own like holiday family tradition and like kiss someone in the rain. I don't know. I'm making shit up at this point. I don't actually (laughs) remember. Or like go for like go mudding, like all like very 19-year-old things to want to do. Yes, like yeah. very like sweet attainable things Yeah, that then like Pike is reading through these and being like, oh, like I could have given her all of these things that she wanted. And so then he goes to the bar that she used to work at. The sister, the, the stripper sister, because she's the sweet angel baby of the entire book, mm-hmm. she's been covering some shifts at the bar of course for her she sister. Has. So she's stripping she and working at the bar to cover her sister's shifts. 
And he's like, I really miss her. Like, I want to see her. And they're like, okay, well, like, it's not on a, like, we can't decide for her. So like, sure. Like, we'll tell you she's at a motel that her friend owns. And then like, he, like, that's like all, like, in Virginia or West Virginia. I think it was West Virginia. And then they're like, cool. That's all we're giving you. So then he still had to work for it. And then he shows up at the hotel motel. Sure, sure. And where there are a lot of beds and doors with locks, I imagine. There was only one room left because, (laughs) because this is actually in the book. Um, Because a dude shows up and buys, there's only six rooms left and he like takes five of them for his girls. Yes. And so... For his harem for, or is he a pimp? I th- I'm pretty sure he's a pimp because sure. there's another book that the, I'm still not sure the release date, but Penelope Douglas has a book called Motel that's about mm. the friend who runs the motel and I believe the pimp falling in love because they're both really into 90s trivia, something like that. So that's the connection they needed. So all I can think about, speaking of 90s trivia, although I know this isn't 90s, but like, you know that Ray J song, Sexy Can I? Yeah. You know? Of course. So all I can think about now is that bit where he's like, um, uh, I've got a girl at the crib. We can take it to the Momo. You can bring a friend. You can ride solo. <laughs> that's all I can think now. Anytime I hear the word motel, that's what I think of. Whenever I think of the song Sexy Can I, I just think of hit it from the front. Can, can I, I hit, hit it from, from the back? back? No, no I, I like, like it like that. that. Yep, 100%. <laughs> that's, all, that's the only, I'm like, that's all I need from that song. So I'm really glad we got to share that. Thank you. Ray J, how you doing, my guy? So there's one room left. Yes, so there's one room left. And so, um, yeah, that was a little bit of a teaser at the end of the book for this other book. But the the release date keeps getting delayed. Mm. She does have a book called Motel. Penelope, do you have the Rona? Why are we getting delayed? Have you had the Rona since 2020? (laughs) I mean, people can get it more than once, according to my research. They can. <laughs> and I don't think that's what's happening here, but I think they, they can. I just, I just made an assumption, much like Pike, the carnivorous right? fish. Presumptuous Pike. <laughs> just out there making all these, making all these judgment calls mm, that are not wrong. working in his favor. No. So then they end up together. And then she... <laughs> And she moves back and they live happily ever after. Um, his wife, not his wife, she becomes his wife, his son. Um, he meets a nice girl when he's stationed in Japan. And so like they have a kid in the future and then he mends fences. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. The son does show back up before Pike goes after Jordan. Mm. Like he's done with basic and he's like, I got the letters you sent me. I got the phone cards you sent me. And Mike's like, why well, didn't you use the phone cards to call me? That's why I gave them to you. But I'm glad you used your phone cards. Um, <laughs> and then like the sun- Also, that's not how it works in basic. It's not prison. It's like, not. That's not how it works in basic. Like you I get think a, you're missing the like, point of this book. <laughs> I don't think that was the point. <laughs> I don't know why that's, that's <laughs> the thing. You're like, hold up. This is the one plot hole in the entire book. It's not prison. That's not how it works. But anyway, thank you. So he shows up. Yes. Okay. Carry on. And the son like is like, hey dad, like I recognize like that you've always been there. Like you took a second mortgage out on this house so I could go to college and I dropped out after my freshman year. And like, Mm. I remember like this birthday party where mom got drunk and got in a fight with her ex and like you took everyone here instead. And I remember when like you lost a job because you came to my like birthday or because you came to my game, whatever it is. And so like the son is just like acknowledging like, I know we haven't been close, but like you haven't been a shitty father. I just like have still been disconnected. And so they start bonding and they get matching tattoos and it's a, it's a thing. (laughs) And okay. And then he goes after Jordan and then like the epilogue is like, well, then they get engaged at some point in the final chapter, I believe. And then the epilogue is like 10 years in the future. And like, she's a successful landscape architect and they have children and her ex-boyfriend also has children the same age. So sometimes they'll help watch them. And they're all like, they have a great relationship now. Um, They go mudding at some, they go mudding a couple of times in the book. It just didn't feel that pertinent. And that is essentially birthday girl. Um, what? <laughs> I'm going to rate Birthday Girl. Yeah. 
How many birthday candles does it get? Oh, birthday candles. Yes. Okay. Um. Well, she's 19, so it's out of 19 <laughs> birthday candles until okay. her 20th birthday. Okay, so it's um, out of 19. Yes, yeah, so out of 19, I would give it like a solid like 13 or 14 okay. birthday candles. What, what, what is the, the, the fucking... <laughs> I don't know percentage. what you're asking. What's the percentage? I just opened my clock instead of my calculator. So Okay, it's so like what's 13 out of 19 or 14? Do, let's do 14 19. out of 19. Okay, okay. Hold on. 14 out of 19 is 73. Well, considering you gave 5 out of 7, which was 71 uh-huh. on Den of Vipers. We're on par. We are. Let's see what the rest of the world has rated. Ooh, that's a good idea. So the rest of the world has rated Birthday Girl. No, I don't want the author's profile. I just want the book. Um, with 86,000 ratings on Goodreads. Oh, my God. 4.06 stars. That's too many stars. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. I yeah. So part of me feels like I should read that because I have I have not read it, but— Another part of me feels like I would need to like mainline wine if I was going to do that. Like, yes, like big age gaps are a struggle for me. I will say of all age gap books, this one was one I like, I actually didn't struggle with. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's some age gap books where I'm like, Ugh, like he Credence. has gray ha- Credence was the one I rated really poorly. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot with that one. We're oh going to review God, that it's someday. not just me. Yes, that's no, going to be a whole episode in and of yeah. itself. I honestly, I think for the amount of time we spend, we're never going to get two books in one, <laughs> one episode. Aren't. We're going to get one book an episode and count our lucky stars that we made we it through are, one. and we're going to feel good about it. Yes. So, Birthday Girl, 14 out of 19 birthday candles. Okay. Um, 73%. 73%. Maybe 15, depending. I've I've read it twice. No, I've okay. read, I think I've read it three times. Oh my God. Here's the thing. <laughs> Over several years. Okay. I okay. think it's like, it's okay. one of those books that I'm like, about once a year, I'm like, oh, I could go back to that. Mm. But it's like a, like not quite a comfort book situation, but like a book that's like, I don't want my brain to work right now. Yes. So I'm going to reread it. Like, I'm like, yeah, like I've read, like it's an easy read. Mm-hmm. There's enough smut. Mm-hmm. There's not, there's no blood play. It's like a safer <laughs> smut. There's no breath play. There's Boring. Nothing, there's just like a nice age gap and some loofah masturbation. And I'm some other struggling sex. With that. There is some str- other sex. I'm struggling with that, with the loofah. I, I just, I don't like texturally, I feel like that would be a struggle. I wouldn't be into that. No. Also, if you're already like, if you are already mid masturbation, I don't feel like you're like, you know, it would really add to this experience. A loofah. Some rough ass friction. <laughs> well, but then there's also, I have a lot of questions about the loofah. Like, was it one of those like natural ones that was, or, or was it like one of those plasticky ones? Yeah. Like, was it like, like a Walmart loofah that you just yeah, get from yeah. that aisle? Or was it like, when you go and get like a like a actual sea sponge. Yes, precisely. I don't think it was that, given the tone yeah. of this book. Okay. That no, okay. at no point did they say sea sponge. I mean, I don't Pike using a sea sponge is too much for me. I would just like to reiterate. Jordan <laughs> used a loofah. No, but I mean, but it was I'm pretty his, sure it was his yes. loofah. Oh, so you just meant like Pike using a sea sponge on his entire body, on a daily not with masturbating, like on a daily basis. Like Pike is into, <laughs> into a sea sponge. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as a man who intentionally exfoliates. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like if you're using a sea sponge, yeah. you know the word exfoliate. You do, and you do it regularly, right? I'm really glad we had this time together. Me too. What a great <laughs> book review. What a great episode. So thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for being here and being a part of this. Read Birthday Girl or don't if age gap lufo sex isn't your thing. <laughs> it is not mine. I won't be reading it. I feel like I got what I needed from your retelling. So thank you. You know, I'll take that. 
And I do think that like, you're like, yeah, I'll read this book where they shoved a knife handle (laughs) up her ass, but a loofah is too hard for you. Listen, here's what I'm about to do. I'm about to put it on my Goodreads as read because I feel like, like you (laughs) telling it to me, I got the experience. I don't you, need you to got read the experience it. even for as much of that book as I was like, I don't fucking know. It, it happened. <laughs> like that that I was a trivial detail. You're like, I still understand. Including like the boyfriend's name. I don't I don't need to know those things. <laughs> I have experienced the book now and I am eternally grateful to you for that. So thank you. Well, I'm glad I could bring that to your life. <laughs> I hope you all have a great day. Yes. Goodbye. Enjoy. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>